Welcome to the Montana Middle, your podcast for Montana politics. I'm Dan West. Today's episode recaps the 2018 election results and President Trump's recent visits to Missoula on October 18th and Bozeman on November 3rd, Trump's third and fourth visits to Montana this year. Before getting to election results and the Trump speeches, a word about our sponsors. In its quest to bring the best of Montana to the internet, the Montana Mint supports this podcast. Together, we are striving to make Montana politics more accessible for all Montanans. To keep up with interesting Montana news, check out the Montana Mint at www.montana-mint.com and subscribe to their newsletters about Montana sports and politics. And check out their Montana sports podcast called Montana Mint Sports. This episode is also made possible by the Hotel Finland in the great city of Butte, Montana. Locally owned and operated in the heart of Montana, the Hotel Finland offers affordable luxury and relaxation options at the same price or cheaper as those boring chain hotels along the interstate. Because in Montana, chains are for tires. Experience all the grit and glamour Uptown Butte has to offer. Walk to some of the best eats and drinks in the second largest historic district in the USA by staying at the crown jewel of Uptown, the Hotel Finland. The Montana Mint and the Montana Middle partner with Montana brands and companies like Hotel Finland because we all love Montana. Next time you're staying in Butte, book your room at the Hotel Finland. F-I-N-L-E-N dot com. Finland dot com. Thanks again to our sponsors. Now let's start with a little overview of the midterm election results. Basically nothing changed. Senator Tester and Congressman Gene Forte kept their seats, and Republicans maintained control of the state legislature, though they didn't reach supermajorities in either chamber. The ballot initiatives to increase the tobacco tax and create stricter hard rock mining permitting both failed. Now let's get to Trump's speech in Missoula. It was held at an airplane hangar at Missoula International Airport. Trump greeted the crowd and opened by reminding people that this was a rally for Matt Rosendale. In just 19 days, the people of this incredible state are going to send Matt Rosendale to the U.S. Senate to protect your job and protect your Second Amendment, which is under siege. This, I would think, is a very big Second Amendment place. I wouldn't want to be the one that walks into your house and says, give me that gun. Right? Nobody has the courage to do that. But Matt is going to protect your Second Amendment, and he's going to defend your borders, and we're doing a good job in those borders with the worst laws you've ever seen, and we are making America great again together. Really are. This is truly an incredible time for our country. The unemployment rate just fell to the lowest level in over 50 years. Think of that. More Americans are now working than ever before. Here in Montana, household incomes have reached an all-time high. Think of that. Think of that. And we watch Montana. We watch your miners. We watch your loggers, your ranchers, your farmers. We watch Montana. And you know, two years ago, you watched over me because we won this state by a lot. 
right? That was one of those quickies. I love those states. You know, the polls closed. Polls have just closed in the state of Montana. Trump has won Montana. You know, it's like... They say it because when it's that big, they announce it within seconds. We like the... We like to hear it's just a flowing. They do comma. They don't do a period. They do a comma. Trump has won Montana. But you've been great to me. He goes on to talk about taking care of veterans, rebuilding the military, confirming Brett Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court, and protecting the southern border. He weaves in tax cuts around rigged elections and makes a joke about how the new Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, might be able to find Hillary Clinton's emails. He brushed off allegations of coordinating with Russia during the 2016 election, and then talked about the First Lady's recent trip to Africa. He then made nice remarks about his 2016 rivals, Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio, Chris Christie, and Mike Huckabee. He mentioned visiting southern states hit by hurricanes Florence and Michael. About 30 minutes in, he starts railing against the Democratic Party, and then tips his hat to Steve Daines and Greg Gianforte. The Democrat Party has become too extreme to be trusted with power. Their radical policies are a danger to your family and to your country. If you want to drain the swamp, you must defeat the Democrats and you must defeat Senator John Tester. I mean, he's a super liberal. How do you? I I know you people. I won by a fortune of votes, right? Like many, many, many votes. And I know, I know you, you know me, I know you. How the hell did you ever elect that guy? How did you pull that off? So we're thrilled to be joined tonight by somebody who's been working with me and an incredible guy, a great human being, and a very talented senator, but somebody that loves you and he loves the country. Senator Steve Daines. Steve. He is a great guy. Tell you what, he is, uh, you know, the strong, silent type. They're the ones I like the best. I want to be that way someday. Now, Steve Daines has been, he's been a great representative. He loves, he loves this day. I also want you to go and vote for an incredible Montana leader, somebody that's gone to Congress and in a short period of time, one of the most respected people in Congress, Greg Gianforte. Hey, Greg, come up, come up here. Mr. President, thank you for giving us hope again. He's so smart. You know, we've had people, you're on live television all over the place, and we've had people get up, speak for 20, 25 minutes. And these guys are going crazy. That's not the deal. But Greg is smart. And by the way, never wrestle him. You understand that? Never. 
Any guy that can do a body slam, he's my kind of... I shouldn't say this because there's nothing to be embarrassed about. So I was in Rome with a lot of the leaders from other countries talking about all sorts of things. And I heard about it. And we endorsed Greg very early. But I had heard that he body slammed a reporter. And he was way up. And he was way up. And I said, oh, this was like the day of the election or just before. And I said, oh, this is terrible. He's going to lose the election. Then I said, well, wait a minute. I know Montana pretty well. I think it might help him. And it did. Now, he's a great guy. Tough cookie. Trump then introduces Matt Rosendale, who gives a short speech. And then he takes back the mic and continues railing against the Democratic Party, listing their opposition to tax cuts, deregulation, border security, trade reform, and his Supreme Court and cabinet nominations. He then pivots to the 2020 Democratic presidential frontrunners, like Elizabeth Warren, who he calls Pocahontas. He criticizes Cory Booker's record as mayor of Newark, New Jersey. You know, I don't want to speak badly about him, though, because, you know, I want most of these people, I think all of them, to get through the process. They're all fighting to run against us. And I don't want to hit them so hard that they don't make it, because maybe they'll find somebody of talent. So far, there's nobody on the list. So I don't want to kill him. I don't want to do it. It's too early to be doing it. But he didn't do well at Newark, New Jersey. He ran it right the hell into the ground. And that's what he'd do with our country. So you have a lot of them. I'll go over a couple of more names, but no, I won't. How about, how about Sleepy Joe Biden? Sleepy Joe. Remember, he challenged me to a fight, and that was fine. And when I said he wouldn't last long, he'd be down faster than Greg would take him down. He'd be down so fast. Remember? Faster than Greg. I'd have to, I have to go very fast. I'd have to immediately connect. But so he challenges me to a fight, and the fake news said, Oh, isn't that cute? That's so wonderful. Remember, he says he would like to take me behind the barn if he were younger. We, you know. So he challenges me to a fight, and it's fine. I said, He shouldn't do that because I'd take him down so fast. And they said, What a vicious statement made. How vicious. He's talking about fighting. What a vicious thing. You believe this? That's why it's the fake news. Trump closed with his usual talking points. And together, we will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America safe again. And we will make America great again. Thank you, Montana. Thank you. Thank you very much. The sound bites that got the most attention from this speech was when Trump celebrated Gianforte's attack on a reporter last year. What Gianforte did actually plays really well into Trump's narrative of attacking the press. But there has been an increase in political violence in the past month and a half or so from the disappearance of Saudi Arabian journalists to the numerous pipe bombs that were mailed to prominent Democrats and critics of President Trump around the country, 
to the hate crime shootings in Kentucky and Pittsburgh, and many people think Trump's rhetoric is encouraging this. Whether it's a foreign ruler ordering a reporter to be silenced or a radicalized American citizen who is spun up from what he is hearing in the news and online, it's hard not to make that connection. And it wasn't just what Trump said about Gene Forte. You also heard him saying violent things about Joe Biden and other 2020 Democratic presidential candidates. Trump did not acknowledge this in his speech in Bozeman on November 3rd, but he also didn't bring up the violent talking points again. That is something. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. Well, one thing we know, we get the biggest crowds by far. There's no, if crowds mean anything, we're going to have a great Tuesday. That's for sure. Hello, Montana. I said I was coming back, and I'm back. And I'm good back for a lot of good reasons, but two good reasons in particular. We'll get into that, but I am thrilled to be with you in this great state. I love this state. And you like me based on those numbers. Those were wonderful numbers. 2016, we had one of the all-time exciting days ever. It was something. Greatest movement, greatest political movement in our history. Thank you. And I want to thank Montana. Believe me, you were a big part of it. Big part of it. Big, big part. In just three days, the people of Montana are going to send a great man, Matt Rosendale, to the United States Senate to protect your jobs, defend your borders, and continue with what we're doing, and we're getting there fast. Make America great again, right? See all those hats? He always opens with the economy, and this time was no exception. He went right into job creation, low unemployment, and high business confidence. He promised middle-class tax cuts, bringing back the coal industry, and better trade deals. Because I make them buy it. You know, we have these crazy deficits and we have these horrible trade deals. So I go in, I say, you got to buy our stuff. You got to buy our coal. You got to buy our oil. You got to buy our equipment and our planes and our tractors. You got to buy our tractors. You got to buy everything because we're not going to stand for this imbalance. And they're buying like crazy. They're buying so much they don't, they don't even need it. They just want to have me be happy. They want me to be happy. So they're buying your coal and they're buying everything. They're buying it. And if they don't buy it, they got problems, right? They got problems. And we're strongly protecting Montana farmers, ranchers, and loggers. We have not forgotten you people. That I can tell you. And don't forget, for the ranchers and for the small farmers and some pretty big ones too, you don't have estate taxes anymore to worry about. When you leave your farm, you leave your ranch, you leave your things to your children, your children don't have to go out and... Remember they used to have the expression, mortgage the farm? That was for a reason. They'd mortgage the farm to pay the estate taxes... You don't have any death tax, estate tax, same thing. You don't have the death tax anymore. Got rid of that. Steve Danes helped a lot. They all helped. Steve Danes, good guy. So I'm speaking up here before. 
I saw him speaking. That guy is terrific. He continued to tout Republican leadership and how it has put America first again. He brought up Brett Kavanaugh and then pivoted to attacking Democrats in the media. He goes into energy policy for a little bit. Oh, they're going crazy over the nice, beautiful, clean coal. And the beautiful thing is, if we have a national emergency, if we have a problem, big problem, there's nothing like coal. You'll truck that stuff around. If the roads aren't there, you'll turn it around and go through a tree. Those windmills, number one, when the wind doesn't blow, they tend not to do too well. Right? They tend not to do too well, and they're extremely costly, and they need subsidy. We're paying massive subsidy, and of course, they kill all the birds. You know, other than that, they're wonderful. Now, they don't work too well in times of national emergency. We say, we need more energy, but the wind isn't blowing. One thing with coal, that sucker, you just keep piling it in there, right? Right? Those miners. The miners knew what they were doing. And I don't want to speak badly about natural gas because I know it. But they drop a little something in one of those pipelines. That's the end of the natural gas, right? But the coal just keeps coming. So just hang in there, folks. You're doing fantastically well. And I'm with you 100%. But they would have killed. They would have killed the coal industry. It was gone. It was another year or two. The regulations, people that are in the industry, they came up to me. They said it's one of the greatest miracles we've ever seen because we had another year to live. It was gone. Most of them were closed up anyway. And now West Virginia, you have to see what's happened there, what's happened here, what's happened in other places. It's really incredible. He continues on to trade, healthcare, and immigration. He brings Steve Daines up on stage and joked about how Daines missed the Kavanaugh confirmation vote to attend his daughter's wedding. Trump pivots to the topic of how John Tester sunk his VA secretary nominee, Admiral Ronnie Jackson. He weaves some kind of wonky Senate politics into more criticism of Tester and then brings Matt Rosendale up on stage. Rosendale thanks him, criticizes Tester for not doing enough for veterans, supporting sanctuary cities, and his endorsement from Planned Parenthood. This soundbite sums it up pretty well. Montana is Trump country. Not Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi country. Trump brings Greg Jean Forte up on stage. Thank you, Mr. President. Two quick things. I want to thank you for giving me the great honor to be your lone voice back in the U.S. House. Thank you. And to this great president, Mr. President, on behalf of every person here in Montana, thank you for giving us hope again. Trump goes back to health care and immigration. He talks about opening up the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge for drilling and the Space Force. He winds the speech down with a similar refrain from his, spa- his past speeches. This Tuesday, I need the people of Montana to send crying Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi and the radical Democrats a message. By, and this is such a great message. By voting for Greg Gianforte and Matt Rosendale. So important.
Loyal citizens like you help build this country, and together we are taking back our country, and we are returning power to where it belongs, with you, the American people. That's what's happening. Again, that's what's happening. This great state was built by tough frontier men and strong pioneer women who braved the wilderness to build a life and a home under the big, bright, beautiful Montana sky that the whole world talks about. The whole world. The whole world talks about it. And I know why. It is big and beautiful. They didn't have a lot of money. They didn't have a lot of luxury. But they all had one thing in common. They loved their families. They loved their country. And they loved their God. These incredible, courageous Americans did not shed their blood, sweat, and tears so that we could sit at home while others tried to erase their legacy, tear down our history, and destroy our proud American heritage. They didn't do it for that. They don't want to sit back and watch. They're not going to. For the sake of our freedom and for the sake of our children, we are going to work, we are going to fight, and we are going to win, win, win. We will not bend, we will not break, we will never give in, we will never give up, we will never back down, we will never surrender, and we will always fight on to victory, always. Because we are Americans and our hearts bleed red, white, and blue. We are one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. And together, Montana, we will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America safe again. And we will make America great again. Thank you, Montana. Thank you. Thank you very much. So there you have it, folks. Not only a recap of Trump's speeches, but also some hindsight from being on this side of the elections to see how effective they actually were. It's hard to say that Trump really did affect Montana voters very much. Because if he had, Tester probably wouldn't have won. And on the, on the flip side, I don't think Trump unleashed a strong enough backlash either that would have allowed Kathleen Williams to unseat Greg Gianforte. On top of that, you'd think four campaign stops by the president would turn out more Republican voters and help Republicans in down-ballot races in the state legislature. But Republicans didn't make big gains in state-level races either. I think the takeaways from this election are that, one, Montanans are still fiercely independent voters, and two, incumbents are really hard to unseat. That's it for this episode of the Montana Middle. Thanks for listening. Take care. Mm-hmm.